Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. Are you making these silver stacking mistakes? That's the topic of this video today. And I should add that this absolutely applies if you're buying or stacking gold as well. You know, for the most part, these mistakes that I'll be listing mostly apply to both silver and gold. So glad to have you gold peer, gold purist here as well. Um, so I wanted to get this video out there because I don't want you guys to make some of the same mistakes that I have made in the past, as well as some of the same mistakes that I've seen other people make in the past. I mean, to put it simply, I view silver and gold ownership as a long-term stable um, you know, insurance hedge savings, investment, whatever you want to call it there at the end, the keywords are long-term and stable. This is something I want you guys to be excited about, passionate about, but I also don't want you guys to get too caught up in some of these mistakes. I don't want you guys to make some of the same mistakes that I've seen other people make. And, and I want this to be something that you guys can do almost automatically. Like, sure, you can watch my videos each day, but when it comes to, hey, should I buy silver or gold today? Or, hey, should I give up on this whole silver and gold thing? I don't want there to be too much concern about that, okay? I, I want this to be a nice, uh, seamless um, thing for you. I, I've seen a lot of people just, just make mistakes, major mistakes, and, and all of a sudden silver and gold, they just kind of, they, they just aren't interested in it anymore. It, it's too risky or, 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 or it's just... They give up on it, right? And, and I don't want you guys to be in that boat as well. So uh, real quick before we get started, um, a couple quick things. By no means should this be taken as investment advice, simply my own analysis, my own commentary. Um, second, I wanna be clear, I don't always follow my own advice, right? I'm not always perfect and I continue to make mistakes. If I made this video a year from now, five years from now, I'd probably be able to add a couple more things to this list. I certainly could add more things to this list now. I, I just you know, it's it's a matter of, of putting them down on paper and, and, and trying to think of them all at once. Um, and finally, these are in no particular order of importance. Uh, they just they're just in an order, one to eight. And then I have a ninth mistake that that I want some discussion from you guys at the end. But again, no particular order. Um, and and some of these are are certainly more important than others. But but I'll kind of let you guys make that decision on your own. So getting into this video, number one on this list incorrect mindset. What do I mean by that? An incorrect approach to stacking silver and gold. This is a, you know, I just said that some of these are, are bigger than others. This is a big one that I see a lot of people do. They buy, I'll give you an example. We'll call this guy Joe. Joe watches a YouTube video. He has never heard of, of the idea of investing in silver or gold before, but he goes out and watches a YouTube video. Okay, and, and Joe happens to watch this guy called Pumper Steve, who is talking about how silver and gold are heading to the moon within a couple months. Absolutely, silver's at $100, gold's at $10,000, and it's all gonna happen by the end of this year, right? Couple months from now. Well, Joe sees that, and he sees that as A, an opportunity, and B, something that he does not wanna miss out on. So what does he do? He goes out and buys a whole boatload of silver. Maybe he buys it with too much debt. Maybe he, he dips into a ton of his savings. Anyways, he goes out, it doesn't matter. He can buy it with just savings without going into debt. He goes out and buys a ton of silver, maybe some gold as well. And then he waits. 
He watches YouTube videos. He reads articles. He waits. Hey, waiting for silver. This guy said silver and gold are going to the moon within a couple months. I'm so excited. I don't want to miss out on this. But over time, that excitement turns into uh, kind of regret because a couple months come and, and then a couple more months come along and, and hey, silver and gold are, are actually dropping or they're barely climbing and, and certainly not at $100 and $10,000. Like, was this guy wrong? Well, well, yeah, he was, absolutely. People have been making those very specific calls for a very long time now, talking about how silver is going to the moon. And honestly, people get suckered in and then they get upset when, lo and behold, this random guy on the internet was was incorrect about a very specific call about silver and gold. And, and let me make myself clear. My longtime viewers know that I am very bullish when it comes to silver and gold. I'm also not going to make very specific predictions like that. I'm, and, and as I said earlier, I view this as a long-term deal, right? Not necessarily a short-term deal. Sure, is silver and gold going? Could silver and gold go to the moon by the end of 2018? Sure, that's a possibility. But I'm not going to go out there and tell you guys that because um, there's no guarantee of that, right? Incorrect mindset. I think it's very important that you view this as a hedge, as a savings as insurance if you approach it from that point of view it's it's not going to be as big of a deal if if silver or gold take off immediately okay sure you can view it as an investment as well i mean i absolutely do i view it as an investment in the sense that hey i bought this asset at such and such price and i think it's going to be at a much much higher price in the future same goes for buying power it had this buying power and i bought it and i think it's going to have much much more in the future but I also don't view it as a short-term investment. So incorrect mindset, that's a big one. And I've seen so many people get into silver and gold with a ton of enthusiasm, but but they don't have a whole lot of staying power because they kind of approach it with the incorrect mindset. Sure, some of it is a fault of maybe people that, that are making these 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 statements about how, how there's such a limited time to get into silver and gold. And I mean, there is somewhat of a limited time, but I don't know what that window is. And anybody that says that they do, they're lying. Um, but, but it's not entirely the pumper's fault either. I mean, it's, you got to use some common sense. This is the internet code. So, so number one on the list, incorrect mindset. Number two, this one kind of applies more to your personal lives, uh, telling too many people, especially untrustworthy people that you own silver and gold. I mean, this is a huge one. Uh, if you have silver and gold in your house and you get robbed, specifically that silver gold, especially, and, and it's not just some burglar that randomly wanders in and, and happens to find it. Um, it's most likely going to be from, from somebody that you know, right? A, a friend, a, a family member. Um, I mean, we, we live in, in, in sketchy times today. Who knows how many of those friends or family members of yours as, accidentally talks to somebody else or, or they themselves are very untrustworthy. Uh, maybe they, they have some friends that, that are, that are um, you know, addicted to meth or something like that. And then they need that money. They need, uh, because they need their fix, right? Um, you have to be careful with who you tell about your silver and gold. And this is a great one where, where you know, as I said earlier, I don't always follow my advice perfectly. Um, I, I, I've failed on this one. I've told probably way too many people, family members, even even some friends, and I'm not super specific about it. More often than not, it's, it's hey, I have a, a YouTube channel where I talk about silver and gold, and I'm not so much like, hey, 
I, I have a bunch of coins and, and bars in my house and this is where, but you know, I certainly could use some improvement here. Um, and, and I definitely don't want you guys to, to be the victim of, of a major uh, burglary or, 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 Hey, here's, you know, here's another one to think about what happens if, if we're in some sort of an SHTF scenario that the whole world kind of collapses, the economy collapses. And then all of a sudden those people, Hey, the, the Johnson's next door, they have, a lot of silver and gold in their house and, and think of how valuable it is or how valuable it will be in the future. And, 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 you know, the same thing goes for, for those of you that otherwise prep gun owners, um, those of you that are, that are stocking up on food and water and, and other essentials. Uh, yeah, be careful who you tell. That's number two on this list. Uh, number three, buying too quickly. That's a big mistake. Buying too quickly. You have time you do. You have time to buy silver and gold. Now, there's nothing wrong with some enthusiasm at the beginning and maybe buying some extra because you're like, hey, I'm a little bit behind. Sure, whatever. Make that decision for yourself, okay? But as I said, kind of number one on this list with the incorrect mindset, I don't want you guys buying too quickly because um, you are just super excited or because you think you have an extremely limited time. Because ultimately, if you're buying too quickly, well, eventually your fiat's going to run out, <laughs> right? Or, or you're going to go into a ton of debt to buy silver and gold, or, or you're just going to deplete your savings and then some bill is going to come up and, and you're going to have to sell some of that silver or gold. Um, or you, you're, you're going to get right into the game right away. You're going to buy too quickly and you're going to buy stuff that you end up realizing, I don't really like this silver as much as I would have liked this other stuff. You know, Maybe instead of buying American Silver Eagles, I, I, I could have bought some generic stuff. Or hey, maybe instead of some of this Perth Mint stuff, as, as nice as it is, Maybe I could have bought even more silver if I had bought generic or, or American Silver Eagles or, or Austrian Philharmonic, something with a lower premium. Um, buying too quickly, I see as, as, as a big mistake, regardless of if, if you're going into a ton of debt to do it. Um, so that's a, that's a big one on this list as well. Uh, pace yourselves. And that comes, kind of brings me to, to my fourth point here. Fourth mistake, not creating a system. And this is, again, I don't always follow my advice perfectly. I don't have a, an explicit, explicitly laid out system of how I'm going to buy silver. But, you know, I think it's a great idea, especially if you've fallen prey to, to that other mistake, buying too quickly. Um, create a system. And, and what I mean by that is create a schedule that you will follow to the T, hopefully, that lays out how much you're going to buy, Okay every week, every paycheck, every month, whatever it is, a buying schedule, right? 10 ounces a week, 10 ounces a month, an ounce a month, whatever you, whatever fits your finances, uh, create that schedule and follow it, okay? And then add to that schedule, what type of criteria am I gonna use to maybe increase how many ounces or increase how much dollars I'm gonna trade for, for silver or gold, right? So for example, silver drops below a such and such point, you see that as a very low point, well, use that as criteria to buy more, right? Um, but you know that, that might work better than every time silver or gold drops in price thinking, this is a really good deal. I mean, there's nothing, nothing wrong with that either. I mean, it's dollar cost averaging on the way down and, and who, you, you never know where the inflection point is. But, you know, criteria, when are you going to buy more, right? If silver drops below $10. Are you going to, to dip into your savings, right? Because you see that as such a good deal or, or you know, you can create this criteria on your own, but create a system, a buying schedule, criteria when you want to buy, as well as potentially a criteria of when you want to sell, right? What 
what things have to take place for you to start selling that silver? Is it if you you and your significant other um, are, are both out of work and, and you need to, to make a mortgage payment over the short term? You need to pay bills over the short term? Is it going to be if you if you uh, total your car or, or your engine craps out and you need to, to replace you know, need to replace it or whatever? Um, yeah, plan for that. That's number four. Uh, number five here, uh, being impatient for deals. This is a, this is one again that I fall prey to sometimes. But but it, seriously, guys, there are deals out there oftentimes in which you can find generic silver below a dollar over spot. I think that's realistic. Right. I know for a fact that that I think it's Scottsdale Mint oftentimes runs deals on their eBay page for I think ninety nine or buck forty nine or buck sixty nine or something over a spot. You know, there are good deals out there. Sometimes you just have to be patient for it. Right. Um, an, another great way to, to buy silver on on the cheap in terms of, of price over or below spot is is using eBay and and using their their eBay bucks or e bucks or whatever they're called. Um, it's a system that, that I would uh, encourage you guys to do some more research on. But but basically how it works is every couple of weeks or whatever, they eBay sends out, hey, we have eBay bucks going on right now. And, and it varies. It's anywhere from, I think, 2% to 10% cash back that you get on your purchase. And it doesn't apply to all items. Most silver and gold bullion, it does not. But there are some gold and silver coins that don't fall into that criteria. And again, there are resources out there on the internet that list, they do their research and they figure out, hey, check out these Silver Eagles, hey, check out these Morgans, hey, check out these these a little bit obscure French or, or Mexican or whatever, uh, gold or silver coins from the past. Um, they don't fall into that category. And so, hey, if you buy it now with 10% e-bucks, um, you might be paying under spot, right? So be patient for those. Uh, a big mistake that I have made in the past personally is just being impatient. Right. Um, so, so, you know, give yourself a time frame. you know, if, if silver and gold is not what you want, you know, the day that you get paid, maybe, maybe wait a week, you know, for a better deal to come along because you might be able to pay slightly less under spot or, or above spot. Um, next one on this list, buying from shady sellers. I don't know where these guys are coming from, whether it's Craigslist, it could be a Facebook seller. It could be an eBay buying from a private dealer rather than, than a, a company or, or store or whatever. Um, but but shady sellers, I, I don't want you guys to end up with fake silver or gold in your collection. If the deal seems too good to be true, probably is. If you're buying silver and gold significantly under spot, and, unless it's it's kind of like one of those scenarios that I just discussed, probably good too good to be true. Um, so you know if nothing else, you know you could always if you're meeting up with a Craigslist guy, meeting up with somebody local on Facebook or something, you could always say, hey, let's meet at the coin shop guy that works there he's my buddy he's just going to use a uh he's going to use his what sigma scanner or whatever and or some other test and, and make sure it's it's legit and and if there's like hey i don't want to meet there let's meet at walmart instead yeah just back out plenty of silver and gold out there right now to buy so so certainly be very selective with who you buy from there are a ton of trustworthy people by the way selling on facebook but but i mean or or, or reddit or wherever uh but you know be smart about it Ask for references, etc. cetera. Uh, that's number six on this list. Number seven, uh, stacker envy. That's a big mistake. Being envious of, of other people's, the, the size of their silver and gold uh, stack. And again, we, we all, I think, fall prey to this at time at times. But, you know, my purchasing power as a grad student, uh, how much silver and gold I can buy 
is is far far below than how much silver somebody like uh, the YouTube channel uh, YouTube channel Silver Slacker can buy, or how about Yankee stacking? Right, he he's got a roll of like twenty American gold eagles. Right, um, yeah, that's I'm 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 a ways away from that. Or or how about Shadow Stack? I know he buys a ton of silver as well. It's a it, don't don't get too caught up in that. Right. Whatever you're stacking is is great. I mean, if you, if you buy an ounce, hey, that's an ounce more than what you had the day before, right? If you got five ounces in your stack, 10 ounces, hey, just remind yourself, pat yourself on the back that, hey, you have more silver than than a, a huge amount of the, the world's population, a huge amount of the population most likely within your own country, unless you live in a place like India or something like that where, where it's very common, uh, but, but no, uh, Stack at your own pace, whatever fits your finances, whatever fits your investment portfolio, your investment scheme. Um, but but don't get too caught up in, in these people that are stacking uh, ounces by by the hundreds or the thousands. Um, kudos to them, great. But but you know I know for a fact even somebody like Silver Slacker, you know as as much as he has in silver, uh, it, I don't think he even makes him a majority of investment portfolio. I'd have to check, but but it's not a ton. You know, compared to what he has, I think in other asset classes. So that's number seven. Um, number eight on this list: too much of your stack in large bars or potentially coins. Now, does this mean that you should never buy large-sized bars or, or coins? Right, kilo bars, hundred ounce, fifty ounce bars, uh, even twenty ounce, ten ounce. Does that mean you should never buy those? No, I don't think so. But you know, let's say you have two ounces, two hundred ounces in silver. Okay, maybe consider keeping the majority of that in smaller denominations, rather than two one hundred ounce bars, or a bunch of kilo bars, or even a bunch of ten ounce bars. Right, twenty uh, ten ounce bars for two hundred ounces. Maybe consider splitting that up a bit. Right now, now if you are somebody like Silver Slacker and you have thousands of ounces of silver. Then sure, get some hundred ounce stuff, right? Look at what the big boys stack, the 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 uh, the, the banks or, or or in the vaults or whatever. Um, you know they're stacking hundred or in a lot of cases, you know thousand ounce silver bars. Okay, it's it's just it makes sense for them, right? They're, they're trading very large denominations, but for us, you know, if you have a only a couple hundred and and, and you have a hundred ounce bar in there, um, understand that that hundred ounce bar is going to be difficult for you to liquidate potentially. Uh, much more difficult to liquidate that than it would be a bunch of coins. And so if you can, you know, I don't know, it's, it's up to you and, and, and make these decisions for yourself, buy what you like. But, but personally, as much as I would love to hold a hundred ounce silver bar in my hand and, and for that to just say, Hey, it is mine. This is, you know, I bought this and, and uh, that's just cool. It's just such a huge chunk of wealth to hold in your hand. Um, let's be honest. It probably makes more sense to have a hundred one ounce rounds for like for the sake of liquidity, right? Um, so certainly too much of your stack in large bars or coins. I mean they make kilo plus sized coins out there, ten ounce, five ounce coins. So so be careful about that. You know I know one ounces aren't always the coolest. I mean it's great to hold five, ten, twenty ounce kilo bars and stuff like that. But you know liquidity that's that's kind of a real concern. Um, also, though, you know, I should say that that a lot of times those larger bars sometimes have a better price, a lower premium over spot. But but sometimes you can also find like something like a hundred generic rounds for a pretty low price over spot as well. So that's my eight, eight of them, eight 
mistakes that I commonly see. Real quick recap. I have one more for you guys that, that I want discussion. So don't leave yet. I want discussion for you guys in this final one. But real quick recap on these incorrect mindset. Telling too many people, especially untrustworthy people, that you own silver and gold or that you're interested in it. Uh, buying too quickly. You guys have time. Okay. Pace yourselves. Okay. Uh, not creating a system. A schedule for when you're buying, when you're selling, when you're going to buy more or begin to sell, etc. Impatient for for good deals or lower price over spot. Give yourself some time. Uh, buying from shady sellers, being envious of other stackers' stack, and finally, too much of your stack in large bars or large coins. Okay, that's number eight. Number nine on this list is this mistake or not? Let me know, guys, down below in the comment section. Buying gold over silver right now with a gold to silver ratio well over 80 to 1. I think it's like 84 to 1, somewhere in that range right now. Um, Is that a mistake, buying gold over silver or significantly more gold than silver? I know some of you guys are going to buy gold regardless, but what do you guys think? You know, Or, or how about this one, not converting some of that gold to silver, right? Is that a mistake? Let me know down below in the comment section. I hope you enjoyed this video. You know, as always, if you want to support my channel, liking, commenting, subscribing, uh, as well as just watching this video in the first place, those are about the top four things that you can do to support me. But certainly if you want to go above and beyond, I do have a Patreon page. There's a link below in the description. You can check that out as well. Support me for as little as a dollar a month. And there's some some cool perks that come along with it. And, and you help kind of contribute to, to my future content creation. And also if you guys are stacking, um, there's also a link below in the description. It's going to say 10 ounce silver bar at spot. And, and if you're outside of the month of September, 2018, that's probably what it will go for. But for this month, it is actually a deal for 10, sorry, 20 um, Austrian Philharmonics. It's actually buy 19, get one free. So, so that makes it a very low price over spot. That's a great deal from SD Bullion. And it's a great way to support a channel that I hope you, you enjoy. I hope you, you get some value from. But as always, I'm just happy to have you guys here watching in the first place. So thank you guys. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for watching this video and God bless.